Welcome to our weekly devotion. This week I want to look at Psalm 119, which is the longest chapter in the Bible, the longest psalm, and so it's broken up as a uh, memory device into the letters of the Hebrew alphabet. And I'm starting in verse 97. Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. This captures what we should positively be doing. We love the law of God. The law of God is a light to our path and it directs our steps towards what God created for us to be good, knowing him. And so that's what we love. We enjoy it. It's what we can't wait to do and meditate on it all day long. I mean, think about how that word meditate has been so altered in our day. So it means almost the opposite. To meditate usually means to quiet your mind and not think anymore. But here it means to think all day about something, to try to understand it. Now, I think this captures the human sin condition in the following way. We think we know better. We think we know better than God. From the very beginning, that was the temptation. That's one way to phrase a temptation. Did God really say this? Well, he's wrong about that. You can know better than that. And that translates into all kinds of things in our life. It translates into uh, our parents. I know better than my parents. It translates into uh, authorities around us. I know better than the authorities. And ultimately reflecting that idea, yeah, I, I, know, I even know better than God. Uh, I can figure out what a good life is better than God can. I can figure out the path to my own happiness better than God can. And so the alternative attitude is one of humility, meekness. And you can hear their hints at the Sermon on the Mount and the Beatitudes. Meekness and say, no, God knows better than I am. And my role, my job is to figure out that law, to love it and pursue it. And instead, what we often find, I think, is that uh, believers don't know the law. If someone's been raised in the faith, they might may, may be able to tell you a few things about the law, like don't steal, don't commit adultery, don't murder. But their understanding of those is very superficial. As soon as you start to ask questions, well, why? Why not do those things? It might just be because God said. And then when you say, well, exactly what are those things? It's a very superficial view of theft or murder or adultery. And that's what Christ gets at in the Sermon on the Mount also. When he says, you've heard it say, do not murder. Well, I tell you. And so they had a very superficial view of what it meant to murder. In other words, they didn't know the law. Those professing to be believers, those raised in the faith, Maybe they have some acquaintance with the law, but they don't know the law. They're, they don't understand it. And because of that, they only keep it superficially. And it might even be viewed as a burden. Like, oh, man, I can't steal. Uh, everyone else steals. Uh, I can't cheat a little bit. Everyone else can. And, and the law is viewed as a burden instead of a, a joy. So that's point one is we don't know the law in our fallen condition. And we view it as a burden to us something that keeps us from enjoying ourselves. And then secondly, even if we do come to understand the law, the, the minimal level someone does understand it, we tend to like to wiggle our foot over the line. So we might outwardly confess, yeah, God knows better than I do, and I got to keep his law. But we like to push the limits on things. If we're told to stop here at this line, we go right up to the line and then dangle our foot over to see Maybe it's okay over there. Maybe I can have it both ways. That's called being double-minded. Maybe I can, I can press the limits that I was told about. Maybe the limits are confining me and keeping me from enjoying myself and having a good life. And instead, I want to go further in the self-life. 
So we don't know the law. And then secondly, we, we test the boundaries rather than staying within them and say, I love the law. I love the safety it provides me that I know this is God's path, which is the best way because he's infinite in knowledge and he, he created me with a purpose. So we tend to do that. We tend to push the limits of it. And in contrast, again, let's come back to verse 97, how I love your law. And then 98, it's through your commandments that I'm wiser than my enemies, for they are ever with me. So you'll have enemies, uh, those who oppose the faith, and you might think you're wiser than them, but you're really not. You might think you're more clever than them, but you're not. What makes you wise is the law of God. And with that, you might even have more understanding than all my teachers and so we're thinking here how this is foreshadowing Christ. Christ in the temple at 12, knowing more than the teachers of the law. And that's what comes out in the Sermon on the Mount, that he's able to say, you've heard us say, don't murder, but I tell you. They didn't really understand it. I understand more than the ancients because I've kept your precepts. I've restrained my feet from every evil way. So contrast that with the idea of, I'm going to push the boundaries. I'm going to dangle my foot over the line. And so he says, no, I've restrained my feet from doing that because I want to keep your word. That's what I love. I've not departed from your judgments for you yourself have taught me. How sweet are your words to my taste? Sweeter than honey to my mouth. So is that how we think of the law of God, that it's sweet? Sweeter than honey? Or do we think of it again as a burden? I tend, I tend to hear it that way that, uh, the, the idea is, well, yeah, I have to do this, but I just wish I could, could live a little bit in the world and have it both ways, double-minded. And then 104, through your precepts, I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. So look how this section wraps up from 97, how I love your law and the opposite of love is hate. So what do you hate? End of 104, therefore I hate every false way. It's not that I, I love them, but I don't do them because God said. It's that I understand how they're destructive and I hate them. I would never want to even put my foot a little bit on that way. I want to be in the way of the Lord and walk in his path that he's laid out. So all of that brings us to, back to 97, do we love the law? Is it our meditation all the day? Or are we constantly thinking of how we can bend it just a little bit, how we can break it just a little bit, how we can push the boundaries just a little bit? Or do we love it and we want to stay within the law because we know it's the path of life? Let's follow the psalmist, follow David on that, who again is foreshadowing our Lord and love the law of God and make it our meditation.